Welcome to episode 14 of Box Flap with me, Charles Stanton. Box Flap is an exploration of creativity and fun and God knows what else. So stay tuned for Box Flap. A little bit about me. I love to read. Today's episode of Box Flap is brought to you by Alien Encounters of the COVID Kind by John Stanton. They're here and they're not social distancing. It's a short piece that should make you laugh at least once. Available on Amazon as an ebook, only 99 cents. What's stopping you? Alien Encounters of the COVID Kind. mentioned earlier that I like to read and I do. I'm reading Mosquito Coast by Paul Theroux right now and I'm really enjoying it. My wife Naomi just recently completed it and urged me to read it so we can discuss it. Good character development um, and interesting setup. I'm not sure what the plot is quite yet but I'm intrigued and so I keep turning the pages. I read at night mostly right before bedtime. How about you? When do you read? Uh, I read every day, but I have that time to let my mind settle down right before sleeping. Problem being that, of course, I eventually get very tired and doze off so that the next day I have to kind of go back a couple of paragraphs and reread to catch up where I started to get drowsy. I uh, enjoy fiction and nonfiction. I think it's important to read broadly. But my favorite books uh, include Devil in the White City, which is nonfiction uh, by Eric Larson and also Isaac Storm, also by Eric Larson. Those are great use of narration, uh, narrative writing style in nonfiction. And then also one of my favorite, all-time favorite fiction books is Jonathan Strange and Mr. Norell by Susanna Clark. If you haven't read that, it's, it is uh, a long read, but very rewarding uh, magical world that's established there in sort of this alternate history dark fantasy setting uh, I just really enjoy what she did with that it's like a Harry Potter for adults although I also really enjoy Harry Potter I'm not ashamed to say that I enjoy well-written literature for any age range I mean I would reread the three investigators series from the Alfred Hitchcock domain um, because they're just straightforward, clean stories, and they're fun. But tell me more about your reading. When do you read? What are you reading now? What are you looking forward to reading next? Let me know at chance underscore s at yahoo.com or find me on Facebook, Chance Stanton Author, and like the page there and shoot me a, shoot me a note. Quick author update. This was an exciting week. I received my 
print copies of Grave of Songs, my latest novel, which in spite of the tone of this episode actually is a serious literary endeavor, and I hope you'll check that out, Uh, but I was able to deliver some to our fantastic local bookstore, uh, Sweet Reads, here in Austin, Minnesota, and I went to on a road trip to uh, Spring Grove, Minnesota, where I connected with the Giants of the Earth Heritage Center, sort of helped uh, this book along by giving me um, uh, some inspiration on the title, Grave of Songs, actually came from a poem by Joseph Langland, whose books, a book of selected poems I found there in Spring Grove, Minnesota. So I brought a copy to them. It is uh, in part dedicated to that heritage center. And then I went down to Decorah, Iowa and connected with the Dragonfly Bookstore in downtown Decorah and presented a copy to them for their consideration, hoping to reach some small and independent bookstores uh, with copies so they can vet it, make sure that um, it's appropriate for their, um, for their customers and get it out that way in addition to the online sales. So, however you find it, I hope you will check it out. Uh, let me know. I'm curious if you, if you do read uh, on a Kindle or other devices, do you ever read books on your phone? I, I find that difficult to do, but I suppose in a pinch I would do that. Or do you prefer print copies? I have a stack, besides the, the shelves full of print copies, I have a stack of books to read that are, you know, print versions next to my bed. Uh, And they're much more likely to get read than the uh, hundreds of Kindle books that are waiting for me on my Kindle or my phone. I just never get around to them, but uh, I will nab them every once in a while. Anyway, what about you? How do you like to read? Print? Digital? Let me know. Chance underscore S at yahoo.com or again on my Facebook page, John Stanton Author. And let me know how you like to read. Are you ready for a little Think Off 3 fun? I've got mashups on the brain today. A mashup is taking one book or movie or song and combining it with another book, movie, or song and creating a new creative property that combines elements of both of those originals. And you'll find out why I'm thinking of that when I get to the author reading today. But interested in what you might develop as mashups, three mashups, and just would love to hear those because I think they, they always tend to be a little wacky just out of, just by nature. So have fun with it, pick some well-known things if that's easy, and mac- mash them up. And then let me know at chance underscore s at yahoo.com or again on Facebook. And meanwhile, we're going to move toward the author reading. Well, I reached into the box today and pulled out a fun little piece that's, guess what, a mashup. Now this is only a sketch, not fully developed, but it's developed enough that you will get the idea that it is a mashup between The Hobbit and The Godfather, and it's called The God Hobbit. A few years after the battle with Smog the Dragon, the Goblins, and the Sicilians, 
Don Bilbo has amassed a powerful hobbit cartel family that runs black market custards and extorts local dairymaids. He has become known to his associates in Bag End as the God Hobbit. Guests from the Shire and beyond are gathered at the gated mansion at Bag's End for the wedding celebration of Don Bilbo Baggins Leone's daughter. He and his new advisor, Gollum, are hearing requests for favors because, according to Hobbit tradition, no hobbit can refuse a request on his precious daughter's wedding day. Don Bilbo is visited by his old wizard friend Gandalf, who has moved his magic act to Las Vegas. And uh, what can I do for you, friend Gandalf? Well, I didn't get that spot at the MGM Grand like we talked about. That's bad news. That's very bad news. And who did get that spot? A charlatan called David Copperfield. Oh, you mean the character from Charles Dickinson's eighth novel that was serialized in 1849? No, I mean David Copperfield, that douche magician who wouldn't make a headache disappear. With a snap of his fingers, Don Bilbo Baggins Leone signaled for his crew of dwarves to take care of this Vegas magician. But there was no crew there. Thorn and the other dwarves had been taken prisoner by the caterers, who worked for a rival hobbit family that wanted total control of the blackberry jam trade in the Shire. The dwarves were forced to layer fruit, granola, and yogurt in tiny plastic parfait cups over and over in a hellish kitchen prep scene. During the wedding ceremony, Don Bilbo's future son-in-law slides the one ring to rule them all on his bride's finger, and she becomes invisible and slashes his throat for no apparent reason. They hold the reception anyway because, you know, everything was paid for already. The event is a blast, complete with a live performance by 70s pop icon Paul Williams, who performed his hit Short People, and a bomb sent courtesy of the Bracegirdle Hobbit mob. The dwarves break free from their kitchen servitude just in time to dance along with the YMCA song. Don Bilbo instructed his nephew, Frodo Baggins Leone, to fly to Las Vegas and convince David Copperfield to give up a show at the MGM Grand so that Gandalf could perform there instead. Make him an offer he can't pull out of a hat. Frodo went to Las Vegas, and no sooner had he entered the casino than he got hooked on penny slot machines. He lost all of his money very slowly. When a charismatic man stepped up behind him and pulled a nickel from behind his ear, Frodo was very grateful because now he could play five lines on one more spin. Little did he know that that man was David Copperfield, the very same stage magician he was supposed to threaten into giving up his spot at the MGM Grand. Instead, David Copperfield agreed to help Gandalf the wizard in a different way. I pulled some strings with my friends at the Luxor, and I got a great spot for your friend Gandalf there. He pulled another nickel out of Frodo's pointy ear, and everyone was happy. Except for Gandalf, who was not happy when he discovered that the great spot at the Luxor was actually as the opening act for Carrot Top. Cut to the scene where David Copperfield wakes up one morning in his hotel room with a strange look on his face. The bedsheets around him are damp. He throws the covers back to find Carrot Top's head. And it's still talking about props. This triggered a major turf battle with the stage performers union, which had deep connections with the elf mob. Gollum tried to negotiate a peaceful settlement with the elf king, but the talks didn't go well. It was as if Gollum wasn't getting his point across. He sneaked into the bathroom, and there he was caught drinking Visine from the medicine cabinet. He was forcibly removed from the peace negotiation, even as he yelled, 
Can't you see what I'm saying now? That's a Byzine joke. Then all around New York City, rival hobbits are assassinated by flaming arrows and by being forced to skip meals. I could go on, but what's the use? If you like mashups, like this one, then I think you'll really enjoy another one I'm working on, about a 25-foot-long Cabbage Patch Kid terrifying the coastal town of Amity Island. But the giant Cabbage Patch Kid ends up getting sliced up by boat propeller blades. It's called Slaws. That's going to do it for this episode of Box Flap. I hope you had as much fun as I did putting this together. And again, send me some of those mashup ideas. I'm curious to see what you come up with. It could just be titles. It could be a short concept version of those. But that's what Think Off 3 is all about. You make the rules and you're a winner no matter what. So, chance underscore s at yahoo.com or find me on Facebook. Chance Stanton, author. Keep on flapping.